The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. DNA for February 6th, 2023. <laughs> Question mark? Question mark? What is year? What day? 6th? I don't even know where we are. I am Aaron Dice, the man of single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman Hughes. of a million distractions. distractions. And this morning, do you know what it is? I realized that, so on the live show, I always have a cup of coffee with me mm-hmm. when I yeah. start the show. Yeah. And I realized that it looks like I'm, I'm about to um, blow a flute. Like whenever I'm sipping, I'm like, oh, uh huh, yes. It's, it's the it's the flute, the the way that they blow the flutes. I, I'm ever... immediately aware you're not playing a flute because you have a cup of coffee. That's that generally is my brain. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, fills uh-huh. in the context pretty well. And we're here to find out what today is made of, which is a uh, flute, which is uh, flute coffee, which it's delicious. Uh, it's honestly. this new thing we're working on, a new invention we're working on. Tell us what you think. Um, <laughs> We are creating <laughs> flute-shaped mugs filled so, with coffee. Filled with coffee. So the the volume of coffee you get is the same. It's just a long cylinder that looks like a flute, and there's a release on one of the the valves, and you just hold it like a flute. And then when you're ready to sip, you release and you suck in. And it also like wow. keeps the the rest of it hot and cools off the part right by the flute pretty quickly. It's got practical yeah, applications. Not a metal flute, which would just be scarring your hands <laughs> as it's filled with right. liquid hot coffee. Correct. Correct. Uh, Link asks, "Does the music play as you drink?" Yes. Yes, it's a pat patent pending um, invention mm-hmm. that we're working. Yeah, there's a little speaker. The last. You know, about an uh, inch or two of the, the flute is actually a speaker um, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Uh, that you can program to have, like, yes. flute songs play, that kind of thing. So next you time can also you're... play other sounds, too, just depending on your mood. <laughs> Arruga! Like, things like that. I just think this will sell, like, gangbusters to uh, people who play in bands and symphonies. And they can just record their parts. And they can just drink coffee during the performance. And, oh my uh, gosh! <laughs> Suddenly, it all makes sense. <laughs> yes, yes, I think it works really, really well. This is a great invention, and I'm loving all the chat's ideas um, to make it even more mm-hmm. realistic that mm. this is an invention that needs to happen. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, it will be the first among our lines of symphonic uh, coffee mugs. Um, yes. So 
symphonically great ideas by us. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Uh, how are you, Danae? How's how's stuff? How's life? How's how was the Man, weekend? What's what's I going on? I am alarmed. Okay, because Twix will not come into my studio this morning, and he always comes in with his buddy Reese's, my two dogs, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. for some reason he won't budge off the couch, like hmm. an, like he is fully aware of his own choice, and his choice is to just lay on the couch. I tried to coax him. I tried mm. to talk to him. I even tried a little bit of yelling. Let's be honest. I kind of I'm like Twix, come on, you're part of the show, buddy. And he's just laying on mm. the couch, just level-eyed at me. So now Reese's, his buddy, is disturbed because there's no other dog, and he just has this. It's kind of hard to see him because I have. I, mm-hmm. He's just this lonely little guy in the yeah. background, just wondering where his buddy is. So I don't know. Maybe they had I'm a, a tip you don't know about. Maybe so. Maybe they yeah. did. Maybe they broke up. So I'm distracted. It's just, it feels like my routine is broken up a little bit. And and I don't know. It's very distracting to me. But that's just this morning. My weekend was insane and I don't want to talk about it. How are you, Aaron? <laughs> I'm good. We also, we have, uh, we have Sibs, dog Sibs right now. We're watching um, some uh, sisters uh, and they are pretty amazing. One of them is oh, maybe yeah. the, the cuddliest dog we've ever watched. Which is great until it's annoying, and uh, so yeah, so we're we're enjoying very much uh, watching them. But it is interesting to watch their dynamic and kind of see how they, you know, act together, cuddle together, or whatever. So it's interesting. Yeah, dogs are great mm-hmm. until they eat poop in the backyard and lick your face. <laughs> and then I was over there then... recently and in in did not enjoy the breath of one of your dogs. It, Thank it you for seemed, clarifying it was a dog's. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Seemed, it seemed a fecal? little pungent. Yes. Does it seem fecal to you? A little, yes. A little fecal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been are we are we doing this? Are we talking about dogs eating poop on the show right I mean, now? Is that where yes. we're going? Okay. I mean it's not All where right. we're going, Danae. It's where we are. True. Well, let's just round out this topic and then move on. Sure. Uh, I I am highly aware that Twix was obsessively wanting to go outside, and I'm wondering if he's collecting. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. If he's just like buffeting it out there. Hmm. I see. I see. A A little weird weird things uh, dogs do. Fecal festival. A little festival. A a festival. Um. (laughs) Here's here's a good transition. I did see this article about this guy who uh, cut a little hole into his wall, just a tiny little, maybe like six by six square at the base of his mm-hmm. wall. Mm-hmm. If for re- I think he had some inclination that something was on. And the picture of what came tumbling out of the wall in in bucket loads and bucket loads, they had to cut another hole in the wall to uh, get everything out, looked really suspicious but it turns out they were like long acorns because this woodpecker was aggressively saving so it had a it put a hole in their house in the exterior mm. and was just caching all of the acorns and they filled up from the bottom all the way to the attic <laughs> they amazing. just filled the entire empty space uh so <laughs> it's a pretty amazing thing i was really it looked like cocoons though when i was looking at the photo because it wasn't the textbook tiny perfect you know little acorn like more bulb shape mm-hmm. they were long like cocoonish 
And so I thought I was clicking on a nightmare scenario of you'll never guess what this homeowner found in their walls. And the picture's just this mm -mm. tumbling, like, oh, something from the mummy, all these scarabs or something. Do you remember the last time I was aware what was in my walls? Yes, Josh, that is correct. Uh, there was a squirrel in our wall. I don't know if you remember that, Danae. Um, oh my goodness, yes, there was a squirrel, but it wasn't just in your walls. It was in either the ceiling or the floor based on where you were in the based house. Based on where you were in the home, you would hear it uh, running around, and that squirrel eventually found its way out somewhere into our home. Um, so we had a squirrel chase, um, which was, you know, it was fun. I'm really enjoying this comment from Lolly. I guess we're flipping back over to fecal matter. Thank you for that. I appreciate it so much. <laughs> My sister's fence is metal with gaps, and her dog likes to squeeze his bum through the gap and poop on the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> oh, what great stories we have. Oh my gosh, guys, you probably don't know this because it's been so long since Aaron and I have talked about it, but Every year we used to do a segment on our radio show where people would call in and talk about their animal takeover stories. Mm -hmm. And there are so many and they are so fun to listen raccoon to. Raccoon Week. We called it Raccoon, raccoon week. week because mm -hmm. of Danae's raccoon adventures. Yep. Yeah, it was a yeah. it, it was such a fun week. And we have all this audio that we saved from that time frame um of just people telling stories of yeah finding like squirrels in their walls and just various random things mm, yeah. for those of you that live on a farm it seems very basic and normal but for those who live in the city finding a raccoon in your chimney is not normal mm, well you know it depends, it depends. Mm, they mm, like to get mm. warm uh you ready to shoot a dough you want to yeah. shoot a dough let's right. shoot a dough let's do it uh we are going to do the d and a and you will have d topic and a topic and as many u topics as we can get through you can Throw those into the chat wherever you are, anytime you want. If you want uh, to help us out, put a U at the beginning so we can quickly identify that this is a question you have for us, a problem you want us to solve, a news topic you'd like our opinion on, uh, Chinese weather balloon, uh, whatever uh, it might be. Uh, and we will chat about it at the end of the show. But we start off with the D topic. Danae, what do you got? Well, I have a question. What is on your, I want it so bad, but I just can't justify buying it list? Tesla. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was very easy. Wow. Moving on. Aaron, your topic for the day? Actually, actually, at this point, there are many other options other than Tesla that are really mm -hmm. nice, fully electric uh, cars, but they all cost fifty dollars to $60,000 for the kind of uh, technology that I would want if I were to splurge on something like this. So, mm -hmm. yeah. It's mm -hmm. a lot of money. Can't just Yeah. Buy. Yeah. For me, it's a blow dryer and a, and also uh, the pair it with a, a hairstyle thing. I've never been one to style my hair. I went to the uh, salon last week to get my hair cut. And the, uh, the person that was cutting my hair um, and styling it, she's like, so tell me about like your, what do you usually do with your hair? And I went, I did such a trolley thing. I went on a very long, elaborate way of describing that I do nothing with my hair, but I try to like amp it up and make it sound more interesting. <laughs> like, well, I wake up in the morning and I shower. Whoa. And, and then I twist it mm. as I'm getting out of the shower and squeegee all the, the water out of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then I towel dry it <laughs> and then totally I go stuff. about my day. <laughs> 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 and so she learned that I have no hair care products besides shampoo and conditioner, which she mm -hmm. asked me, well, what hair, what hair care products? I was like, well, 
I have a pump that's filled with a substance that washes, and I have another that conditions. Have you heard of air? I really like this product air. called air. Yeah. I don't I, I'm sure there's many, many people that she sees on a regular basis that do nothing with their hair, but she seemed to be kind of like surprised at the lack of attention that I give it in in a lot of ways. And she wanted to do some cool like curl stuff with it. And she did and it looked awesome. And then I just went to the grocery store. So it was like people at the grocery store thought that I had it together because my hair looked fantastic. Because <laughs> you had some but, curls. Because mm-hmm. I had some curls, yeah. Um, but no, I don't do anything with my hair, but I do enjoy the brand Dyson, who makes vacuum cleaners, and then mm-hmm. they branched out, you know, years back and they made a blow dryer. And I clicked on it to learn more information. And of course, over the last two years, I have been getting a variety of advertisements, thank you, Google, to tell me all about this product, reviews, people's perspective, blah, blah, blah. It's a six hundred dollar, six hundred dollar air dryer, hair hair dryer, by the That's way. That's a lot of money for a hair dryer. Yeah. And then if you want to get like the the accessories, it's like an additional $600 to do the accessories where you magically hold this wand and then the air wrap technology, you just kind of hold it close to your hair and it sucks it over and it sucks it around the wand and it just it makes it look so easy and you can dry your hair in four minutes or less, which honestly is really cool to think about. I have dry hair in four minutes instead of however long it takes because guess what i don't own a hair dryer either so i don't have anything to compare it to <laughs> man hair dryer has been essential with my longer hair like i, I really? can, it, it will not do anything i want it to do unless I, I blow it dry i've i've added i've added five minutes to my my get ready routine uh because i know I'll, I'll need at least five minutes to, yeah. to use a blow dryer but six hundred dollars probably a bit much it's a it's a lot me. so i tell myself Yes, getting a hair dryer is a good next step. No, you do not need to have the top of the line, most technologically advanced hair dryer ever created to date. But it is a temptation. It's it's on my I want it so bad, but I can't justify purchasing it list. And I have other things too. But that was the that was my um that was my inspiration for today's topic. Uh, I did end up going and just getting a normal hair dryer just to see if I could actually use it. And maybe if I use it consistently, someday. Someday I'll have $600 of cash in my hand and think, you know what? The best use for this money is a hair dryer. <laughs> a hair dryer. Yeah, you'll have arrived I doubt then. That. You'll have I arrived doubt that. then. But we'll see. Um, we'll see. All right. I have answers. There are some answers in the chat. Uh, before we get there, Danae, I just wanted, in case you didn't know, one of your fingers has turned into a Cheeto. I don't know mm-hmm. if you knew that. So I wanted to yeah. make sure you knew Thank that, you. Uh, yes. that that had happened. For the, so. for, the, for the listener at home, I took a butterfly, a brightly colored butterfly band-aid and stuck it on my middle finger in a very odd pattern. It's not the normal butterfly pattern at all. Uh-huh. I just, I, and interestingly, the reason I did this is I have a little open cut. And I also decided to try this hair product called Moose. Moose. <laughs> Moose. Moose. So you put the Moose on your hair and then you blow dry it. And apparently it gives you volume. Something like that. So I'm, try- I'm trying to hair more. Uh, and so I had to cover my both. open wound. So I, yeah. I found this really amazing Cheeto Band-Aid. Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, uh, let's get to right. the chat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some of your choices all the steel books yes i have a problem i buy all the steel books actually i've stopped buying all of them my my wife called me and and said honey why do we need a steel book of movies you hate 
Just explain it to me. And she's not wrong. And I think it was, I, I know exactly which one it was. It was the Morbius steelbook. Uh, and she was like, why do you have a steelbook of a movie I've heard you directly say is one of the worst movies ever made? And I was like, because it's a steelbook and because I'm a collector. And she's like, you're not a collector. You're a movie lover. Those are two different things. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. She called so. you out. <laughs> Good so I'm, you, Jen. I am no longer a steelbook collector. I am a, a collector of steelbooks for movies that I at least somewhat like. <laughs> I've, I've moved the needle to, you know, I might watch this at some point. As well, it's moved to, away never from watch this again. all, you Correct. know, to, to yeah. some. And yes. that's a that's pro- progress. Honestly, yeah. though, getting a steelbook for one of the worst movies ever created is kind of fun. It is. There, yes. Yes. Well, I have that. I have mm-hmm. that. So. Congratulations. You're welcome. Uh, Josh Zero has a very um, practical one as well. A new home in East Tennessee. Mrs. Zero and I will eventually get there. Kid Zero is 18 and we'll be moving out soon, so that will help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. I, I do look at houses for fun on, on Realtor.com. Mm-hmm. It used to be you had to just drive around and then like creep in on neighborhoods that had for sale signs mm-hmm. just to kind of like dream and look. And now you can actually look into their homes just on an app. It's wonderful. I mm-hmm. love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Slap without insurance right now. That would be a visit to the doctor. Oh no, that's a practical one too. It's no good. That's no good. Nobody should be in that. I position. hate that feeling. Yeah. Sure. Ugh. Expensive watches, says Real Monkey. Hmm. I would love some, but no way I can afford them. There's loads I would love to buy, but just not rich enough for that. Watches are jewelry now, right? Yeah, right. So they're not practical items. Not really. I, now, now, don't get me wrong. I know people do use them to tell time. Like, I understand you can put, you can look at them and go, oh, this is oh, what time it is. But I mean, from a primary purchase standpoint, there, we, most of us carry around another time telling device with us. So they don't serve as much of a practical purpose. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's an interesting one. And let's talk about a smartwatch, which, you know, don't get me started. Whoa. <laughs> here. Uh, what's in says 3d printer or all of the Star Trek props so that I don't need a 3d printer, 3d printing, man, that technology, whew, it's going to be have a house. If you want one, it's going to be best thing ever. And the worst thing ever, as most technologies are, uh, just the day when people can just print guns, it's going to be so fun. My answer right now is a Samsung Z fold four. I got to stick to my current Z fold two, like some kind of plebeian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's my good. brother that's a good has one. a Z Fold, and it, they still haven't solved the cracking screen. Like it's just like it's. I don't know when they will. When the OLED technology will really get to be to the place where folding it over and over again doesn't create a crease. Um, but it's just it's not there yet. So he just he just assumes that he has to purchase one every six months or so because you know it's going to look nasty pretty quickly. So man, can you imagine? The I concept di- is great. I love the idea. I yeah, love the idea of being able to fold pocket. out a bigger screen. But I would actually, I would want one that folded out to like double uh, the size that I have my regular phone at. Like not. I want to half. fold one out like that's treasure map, like you know <laughs> yes, in the movies like where it just keeps trifold. getting bigger and yes, bigger. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. that's what I want. Santa's list. I just want it to roll, you know, onto the <laughs> ground like Santa's list. Uh, so he says, "I want miniature Highland cows," but I just can't oh. afford the price yet. <laughs> See. See, some people live where they need cows or mm-hmm. want cows, and that's an mm-hmm. unjustified. <laughs> I can't justify that. Uh, you got video games. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is good stuff. 
Any other ones you can think of for your life, Aaron? No, you know, it really is the car thing. Um, I think one of the smartest financial decisions you can make is to buy beat up old cars. I think that's the one of the smartest things. If you want to, you know, kick debt out of the, the equation, whatever, save a couple thousand dollars, buy somebody's used vehicle that still runs from point A to point B, drive it Will till it, it get dies. Will it get up hills? Maybe. Maybe. Drive it till it dies and then repeat, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. Like that is, I think, one of the, the best financial decisions you can make. So it's really difficult for me to justify spending even like $7,000 on a vehicle. Like it's just, it's just hard for me to justify it when I know I can spend three to 4,000 and get places for a year or two. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, it's, it's a weird one. So um, get places within a five mile radius that's on flat surfaces. <laughs> Maybe. Depends. <laughs> Depends on the day, my, guys. We, 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 my wife's car is, was, you know, she's been using it for three years now. It still goes long trips. Like, and, and we, and we found it for, I think $3,000. So like, you know, you can, you can hunt them down. Now you probably can't do that right Not now. now. <laughs> right Not now, now is a bad time uh-huh. for any kind of car buying. Um, but yeah, car is, is definitely on that list. Um, so uh, solar energy, solar panels, like is another one that I think of where it's like, I know long term not to have an like a electric bill would be really cool. But short term, the $20,000 investment in, you know, yeah. getting it done. And I know it adds value to the home, but it doesn't really add $20,000 of value to the home. Like it's, you know, so um, I'm waiting for solar technology to take the next leap, which I think it will. Um, and once solar technology takes the next leap. Uh, it will be um, it'll be pretty amazing how we're we're going to be able to power things uh, in the future. So With tiny gonna... individualized suns in your pocket mm-hmm. that just generate their own energy. We call them batteries now, but in the future, <laughs> it'll just be an actual small pocket star. It really is a. It really is. Uh, it's more of an idea of storage than technology. We have the technology. We just aren't very good at Don't learning how to, how to store sun the sun's energy and so once we figure out that um i think it, things are really going to change so, it's the beginning yeah. of the end after that yeah. uh what a wonderful time to transition to your topic aaron you ready technically danae technically danae the beginning is the beginning of the end if you're going to look at it that way so i want everyone to just think about that you know just for a second just for- at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Get $750 cash towards the lease of our 2024 NX350 all-wheel drive. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease cash offer and pricing details. Restrictions apply. Not all customers will qualify. Offer available in the Lexus Eastern area in April 1st, 2024. Uh, sure, let's do it. Uh, the A topic, which was a holdover, if you may remember from January. I still think we can chat about this. 
what word or phrase do you hope will define the year 2023 for you when the year is over? So instead of making resolutions or those kind of things, I want you to think ahead to the end of the year. And when you look back, what word will define 2023 uh, and make it a quote unquote success for you? Um, if that word defines it. So immediately um, in my head, I've got mine. Do you have yours already, Aaron? Yes. Like, do you know yours? Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. What's your, what was it? Um, this came, this kind of thought to me because we have a lot of things going on this year. My wife is graduating from nursing school and will become a full-time RN. Uh, our, our youngest child will be graduating from high school. So we have the opportunity to empty nest. Um, the word that popped into my mind was freedom and the idea that at the, you know, by the end of 2023, if I look back and, and what defines it is the freedom to, uh, be able to help other people financially more, you know, because we have, uh, you know, Jen's income or the freedom to be able to offer our home to do different things because our kids are moving out or whatever. Just this idea that there's a real freedom that might be coming this year um, sounds really interesting to me, and and I'm I'm excited for that. So that's kind of where this came from. You know, mm. mine is manageable. Let me please, <laughs> fair, please, please, God let 2023 be manageable like that i would so have you're gonna the, look back on 2023 the, and define it oh, as it man manageable i, I, I managed and it pretty well right yeah yeah, yeah. okay survive nothing that's the word survival. that just survived just, Nate just wants to look let back me get and through. go with <laughs> 2022 was not great i did it it was it was hard it was like a it was like a constant reassessment of everything it was not my favorite year so it's like coming out of a really deep crash into the earth you know like and then you're trying to get back up to whatever the surface level of just normal will be mm -hmm. if i could just manage that i think i'm gonna be super happy like let, let's be honest mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't i don't need it to be like excellent or or like uh hyper focused I just need to be like I, I survived. I, I I managed the things I needed to manage very well. Like it's not just like managed like, you know, the bad manager vibe that you get when you're working in retail. It's the it's the I managed it well. Everybody's fine. We're all okay. And then I can look at the next year as maybe being a cool word like freedom. Well, cool. Slab is with you. Slabs uh, survive uh, as well. Some really good ones here. Uh, Jose the Third says, my word is home. I'm in the process of finding a new house, but by the end of the year, I hope to have a home where I can live, but also invite and host others as well. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, and that's a really, I love the word home. I love how it feels. I love the idea of a place that is full of peace, contentment, and comfort. That's you know kind of how I view it, that that word is supposed to mean. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Castor says 50% raise once I get a new job. <laughs> it's, it's more than one uh, word, Castor, but we're with you. We're with you. For yeah. Sure. Sorry about your job situation. I hope that works out. Love this one from Nick. Courage. Uh, I've set myself a lofty goal this year and the only thing standing in my way is my own courage to actually pull the trigger. So here's hoping I can get out of my own head and be courageous. That's a fun one. Ooh. To get to the end of this year and look back on 2023 and go, yeah, courage defined my year. I was courageous. I took chances. I, yeah. I went out there and did it. Oh, I managed courageously. You yep, know, yep. I could, I could, you know, add a little adjective into my just manage. 
Mm-hmm. There you go. Manage That's good. That's very inspiring. Uh, Link uh, 10042 says, uh, new beginning, being able to get a house in a new car and not have to worry about money since my wife finished school and started working on a nurse. We can now do things we want to do now. That sounds very familiar. Um, but yeah, very, very Are cool. you the same person? Are we the same? Uh, let's see. Lolly says balanced. Ooh, interesting. Or rebalanced. I like that one too. That's a nice one to look back on and go, yeah, I, I balanced life. I understood what it mean, what it meant to pull back in some places, move forward in others and to, to find that balance. Um, it's a, yeah. a really good one. Balance. Take yourself into the shop and get yourself rebalanced. Change your tires around, you know, get that rotation while you're there too. Check on all of your fluids. Make sure that you have everything inside of the vehicle that you possess mm-hmm. to get you through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Here's just one just... from Skokligo. Mm-hmm. Skokligo. Skokligo. Sorry. Um, stability. Yeah, that's a good one, too. That's nice. You can, I like yeah. that word. Especially as things are... When things in life feel so uh, chaotic, right? There can be that real craving for just like, like steadiness below my feet, right? Yeah. This uh, this idea of just I just want to stand on solid ground. I just want to be able to know that that um, things aren't aren't shaking and moving around and collapsing and and those kind of things. So no, that's a that's a really really good one. I like. Stability. One of the things I love about you, Aaron, is you can take a word and you can really like dig into it and give we used to do mm-hmm. the segment on the radio show where we would take a something random and then you turn it into object lessons object yeah. lessons so yeah. uh here's one from from nick for you to do called uh, the word is bacon <laughs> bacon you want a five minute object lesson on bacon <laughs> make it one minute and we're good yeah go the beautiful thing about here's the amazing thing about bacon right bacon is this thin strip of some of the parts of the pig that uh that aren't used in other ways and somebody was like what if we just you know slice this thin and just you know fry it up and see what happens and it turns out it's the most delicious thing ever because of the way the fat content is marbled in there and different things like that and i think in life sometimes maybe this is what you want for your 2023 we forget that the things that don't seem all that important to us, the things that are just kind of cast aside and a part of the side of life, and we don't think they have use, sometimes we don't realize those things may be the most rewarding things we have if we think about them in a different way or if we try mm-hmm. something new with them. So what yeah. is that in your life in 2023 that you don't know how to use uh, that you could look at and go, oh, this could be a rewarding part of who I am. So, and even yeah. if you burn it, even if you over crisp it, That's you right. still have the grease to use again later because <laughs> bacon is the gift that keeps on giving. It really is. It really is. <laughs> there you go. There's your five minute object lesson on bacon. Mm-hmm. I used to, I love that segment. It's one well of my done. favorite things. One Woo-hoo! of my favorite things. Well done. Well done. Uh, let's see. Manageable lifestyle says hubs back in October. I had a stroke. Wow. Wow. Ooh. My gosh. That's so scary. Luckily, my recovery has been quick and easy, but it will take a lifestyle change for me to live a long, healthy life. Yeah, that's a yeah. big one. It was so nice to know at the end of 2023 that you were able to take whatever steps. And that's why my word is manageable too, because every day changes for me. Some days I don't know if I'm gonna get to do anything that's on my to-do list. For example, 
yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, I was just mom all day. In between playing, I was making food or cleaning up after food. I didn't get to do any of the things on my to-do list. And it's a very long to-do list. But I managed my time with Iris really, really well. We had a great day together, a lot of laughter, a lot of fun memories. I didn't even pick up my phone to record a video or take pictures. We were just in our moments having so much fun. And that's okay. So just doing those little things that are right in front of you that are meaningful um, for lifestyle changes, I know that that's a little bit different because you've got to, you know, be really hitting your goals. So I wish you the best of luck on what it takes to create new habits, because that's mm -hmm. a really big part of lifestyle changes. And as somebody who experienced a near-death event uh, in my own life um, four years ago now, five yeah, years ago? Yeah, it's coming I'm, up on five? I think it's coming up on five. Yeah, yeah. it may be four. Um, I, should probably I think you're coming up on like, yeah, five years ago today. Uh, and then as somebody who experienced that, give yourself the grace to um, find your way back. I know for, they told me at least that for six months after I was in the hospital, uh, that the drugs were still in my system. Like because they were such heavy drugs that they used during the process of my recovery. Uh, that my personality might be different for up to half a year. And it was. And the people closest to me uh, were very clear with me that my personality was uh, a bit different for a while. So give yourself the grace uh, to find you know, your way back to normal, whatever that means. Yeah. What a great topic. It's interesting also to do that right at the beginning of the next month of the new year because sure. already January has proven to be very, very difficult for, you know, it's like for me, my mm -hmm. life, my personal life has been difficult. So it's like, okay, we're starting off still in that, like just working through some hard stuff area. It's nice to just look ahead and go, it doesn't mean that someone just comes by and scoops you up and puts you on the easy spot where you can take a nap. It doesn't mean that, it just means you have to kind of get like what's an actual manageable expectation for me. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, all I'm right, gonna I be a trapeze artist by the end of the year. Well, that's a it. huge goal, Danae. So here's the thing about the trapeze. No, I'm no, just no, we don't... <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, let's move on to the you topic, everybody. This is a time for you to ask us anything. Just put a you before your question, and we will pull it out of the conversations happening in the chats. Thanks again for everybody joining us from all the different locations. We are on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch, and we're streaming on uh, Twitter as well. So thanks, everybody, for, for coming in and hanging out with us and um, asking your fun, random questions uh here's and, one uh, and i don't think we mentioned it but i so saw mention it now uh all questions acceptable there's not a bad question um we may not answer every question but you are free to ask with no judgment whatever you want to ask so yep. uh go for it what's our first question <clears throat> what are aaron's dreams that he missed last week oh interesting uh uh-huh so yeah, my dreams were not fulfilled well, let, let, let's let's back up a little bit because uh, podcasters might not know, but people listening later might not know. I tweeted that the reason we missed last week was because Aaron was fulfilling his dreams, mm, and he and was so not. Here, oh, he was not fulfilling. Well, kind his of. You kind of like I've you got done close. that before. Oh, okay. I've done that before. I've just never been selected. I got picked uh, to go in for possible jury duty. Um, it's one of my lifelong dreams to actually serve on a jury. And uh, once again, uh, my number was, was too low. My number was or too high, I guess. I was like number 349, and they only needed like one through 150. 
So rejected. rejected Absolutely again. Rejected. rejected. That's three. I'm over three. So you've have you ever made it to the interview process where they nope. start to talk? Oh nope. Never even made it to the interview process. Man, I've been in that that process twice, and I am not a good candidate. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Nope. I've never even I've I've got the the letter three times and gone in and they've been like dismissed. No need for you. We won't get Ugh. to your number. You are so close to your dream. Yeah. Did you cry? Did you like, please just let me in? Did you do that? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, there there was there was lots going on that weekend. Uh, very traumatic things in my life were also happening that weekend right before. So um, in the life of a very close friend specifically. So it was it was a very it was a blur. That whole yeah. that, the whole last weekend was a blur. Well, here's another question. Uh, this one's from Jose. I went to my cousin's quinceanera. Is that how you say that? Uh, this weekend uh, with a friend of mine. What was a time where you had to explain your family traditions to somebody? Mm. This is a great question. Mm. Around mm. the holidays, we have uh, the stockings tradition growing up with my family where we would always have like, it's a big, we have a big family, a lot of, a lot of kids, a lot of, you know, activity and stuff. So Christmas was usually pretty serious and kind of concentrated. There was, the gift opening and food and reading of the Christmas story and singing of Christmas carols. That's kind of how we did our family stuff and a large family of people. But then after the holidays, uh, we would get back together and have something called uh, stocking stuffers. And it was just kind of, I think, a way to break the seriousness of it all uh, because you would get things like batteries or I remember one year somebody bought a whole bunch of plastic ants, the little tiny little plastic ants, and just dumped them in everybody's, you know. So what you do is you you get there and you go into a room and everybody's stocking or their bag or whatever is in the room labeled. And you go around and you put your items in it and then you leave and everybody goes back in. So everybody's got their like huge sack and you're just pulling out random stuff. And it's not quite the traditional go around in a circle. It's kind of more chaotic and more fun. And then you trade. So if you find if you have something that you don't want, then you can go trade for something. And it just kind of created this sort of buzz and this fun amongst the family, especially the kids. But I, you would get things like uh, we had this lobster. It was a gigantic red lobster that somebody bought one year. And so then the next year, someone gifted it to the next person. And so this Larry the lobster just kind of moved from person to person. And anytime I was dating somebody or whatever, and they came over to the family thing, they were just like, what is going on? Because you would just get the most random things, chocolates and candies, sure, but books that were really odd. In fact, I have a book that is uh, how teenagers are supposed to to act in like, I think the 60s from the Assemblies of God perspective. So it was very like agey, religious uh, etiquette kind of a thing. And in this book, it instructs girls to pretend like they don't know how to open car doors. Uh, if you know how to open a car door, just act dumb so that it can be opened by someone else and just random stuff that we would find. So that's one of the biggest kind of most rambunctious sort of things that I would introduce people to, uh, growing up. Amazing. Uh, I think we, the one we end up having to explain is the uh, Christmas birthday pumpkin bread for Jesus. Uh, it's probably the the, the biggest yeah. one. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, that just started when our kids were young. And I think it just came from a place where pumpkin bread is a fall thing, like because there's an abundance of pumpkins in the fall and that kind of thing. 
Um, and we loved pumpkin bread and we just made it one of their first Christmases and wrote uh, Jesus on it with icing or whatever and then just saying happy birthday uh, to, to Jesus uh, with the pumpkin bread. And so we have, it's a huge tradition now. We have pumpkin bread every Christmas. So, so yeah, that's one we usually have. What is the craziest place you've ever napped, Aaron? Mine's really dumb. Mine was in a car. I've napped in the doctor's office before. Like falling like asleep in a waiting room. Have a yeah. I think I think the crazy thing about the car was the position that I fell asleep in more than was it was the location. Were <laughs> <laughs> True story. I have been in the passenger seat of somebody who fell asleep at a red light. True story. Uh, they Did have you severe sleep dr- apnea, and I cannot get them to go to the doctor. They they just ah! they fall asleep. Ah! Uh, and so yeah. Ah! <laughs> So it's like we Don't are drive with we them. are swapping. I'm driving now. You are riding. Yeah. Sorry, um, this isn't an option. We're not having a conversation. Scoot over. Yeah. Oh no. my gosh. Yep. Um. Link asks, is there any new TV or movie that you're excited for? A TV show or movie that you're excited of for? Always, always, always. Um. Yeah, I'm uh super excited for uh, Poker Face, which is the new Ryan Johnson. Not the Lady Gaga song. Uh, and then for movies, there's a bunch I'm super excited about, whether it be uh, Christopher Nolan's new movie that's coming out or uh, Avatar 3 or whatever the case may be. I'm excited. To... There's this new movie coming out in theaters next week called Titanic. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but yeah. That's not a joke, by the way. Titanic will be back in theater. The new 4K HFR version. Let's go. Let's go. I wonder if they're going to have like a little trailer before that shows Cameron proving that there's just no way that they both would have survived <laughs> on top of the door. That's right. A whole the whole 30 minutes, but you know, 30 minute explanation before of him. He did that it. though. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He did all the science mm-hmm. and everything. He, he yeah. did all the sciencey stuff. He, he put people into it. a freezing environment that were the same body it's weight. It's not and about type. space. It's about buoyancy. He says it's about buoyancy. Everybody. Yes. Golly gosh. Jiminy Christmas. Uh, for me, Jim, I, Cameron, not I, I watched the first season of Ring of Power, the Lord of the Rings kind of thing on Amazon Prime, and I am very excited to see where that goes, but I don't mm-hmm. know when it's coming out, so it kind of doesn't count a little bit, but it's almost the only thing that I'm excited for. <laughs> um, I, I do know there's a lot of buzz about Picard season three, so I think I'm getting excited for that, but I try to really quell my excitement so that I'm not disappointed because i get very emotional when i'm disappointed <laughs> rings of power won't be back until 2024 so yeah. all right so that's technically coming out sometime soon uh-huh. sometime uh-huh. sometime um here's one a local question from Scotlago. i'm planning a trip to the aquarium down in branson this year so besides lambert's and osteola cheese uh where would you suggest to go like small hole in the wall places that uh, you and mom and pop shops Listen, we could talk about this for a long time. I'm a mm-hmm. local girl. I've lived here yeah, my entire say, life. Yeah, I was going to say, Danae is your go-to on this. I may, I yeah. may have a couple things, but Danae is the one that's going to give you the, the real scoop. So the aquarium that I think you're talking about is in Springfield, Missouri, and it is called the Wonders of Wildlife Museum or Wonders of Wildlife Aquarium. It is one of the most amazing aquariums in the entire world. There are people that have been traveling the world, and they regularly rank this one, not only top in the nation, but it, it rivals places that have, you know, the long history of having incredible, uh, you know, like is there an aquarium in at. Branson? 
Is that? I don't think that there's an aquarium. I think that I think that they might be talking you about. You may be talking about the one in Springfield. Yeah. yeah, because it's yeah, it's so world renowned. So Springfield is kind of here, and then Branson's about an hour south of Springfield. But there's lots of stuff to do in that sort of area from Springfield down into Branson, and there are so many little mom and pop shops. What I would, you're kind of in the zone that's called the Route 66. So there's a lot of history too about the highway that was Route 66 that kind of goes through and things like that. And there's a lot of little shops that have been around in this area for a very, very long time. But what I would recommend is using Google. And I'm going to kind of like, yes, I have a lot of local recommends and things like that. Um, Probably Cedars. Cedars is a great example of a local owned Springfield um, restaurant that feels very much like a down home cooking, just good, mm. like fried chicken. And you walk in and it's just a whole bunch of old people, <laughs> but it's good food. Um, so that would be like an, a local example. But what I learned when I was traveling like in, in Europe recently is that the Google is so great about just opening up the map and just scan through those reviews. And there's just some incredible places that we stopped at because people told us to. One of them was owned by a farmer and it was just like, going into an extension of their house, essentially, uh, where they had set up some tables and they were just cooking for people, like probably started off as their buddies. And it was delicious. And it was right off the farm. You could look at the windows and there's their horses and stuff. So there's probably going to be things like that that I could never, you know, know. But I would highly recommend just kind of like looking uh, looking around. But in Branson, there's all kinds of things. There's like a butterfly museum you could go to. There's a... Uh, there's a theme park called Silver Dollar City. March 11th, depending on when you're going. Day. March 11th, yeah. 11th is when it opens back up. So. so there's stuff like that, you know, that you can kind of look at. Lambert's is, is, it's a place that has a lot of food. Like they have massive plates of food and they throw rolls at you and the rolls are delicious. Um, so that's like a traditional thing that you can do. Uh, but like the food for me, it's just like, ah, it's basic food. It's more like experiencing Lambert's is I think the what people Lambert's is Lambert's is a a big time experience that's that's what it is so yeah which I don't actually recommend one (laughs) one of the best pot pies I've ever had was uh they do have a good pot pie they do have a good pot pie that's true so So, yeah yeah. (laughs) um and if you really want some more recommendations you can always email us um or, or contact us down there at the bottom of the screen is our contact information so you can always dm me there on twitter or whatever you want and I'm happy to try to give you some more if you do go to Silver Dollar City, get the cinnamon bread. It is absolutely insane. So not yummy. the cinnamon rolls. Not there's a place that serves cinnamon rolls like near the there's entrance or whatever. Not that. There's a bread place. And uh the you'll know it because the line will be wrapping around the building probably for the cinnamon bread. Yeah. It's, it's the it's only amazing. place you can get a Starbucks too, and it's probably on their map as well. And Really, you can spend just an entire day at Silver Dollar City. Oh yeah, alone. if you're doing um, Silver Dollar City, give it a day. Yeah, there's a cave there that that's really interesting cave tour. Um, one of the most interesting cave tours I've ever been on. Mm-hmm. So, ask me how many cave tours I've been on. <laughs> Danae, how many cave tours have you been on? Just one. So okay, very, I'm very a little nice. biased. Uh, all right. What's next? Uh, Lolly asked Danae, "Have you ever regretted an accent for role play gaming?" Did you phase it out or power through? I'm having accent issues on D&D. Um, so I was trying to do a Russian accent for my uh, role play on one of the characters I was developing. 
And I just felt like maybe it sounded like I was trying too hard or maybe would offend somebody. But the community that I, you know, game with, that's what everyone's doing. We're just experimenting with voices and we're experimenting with different kinds of accents and stuff. So it's not like someone's going to message me and be like, wow, that was horrible. That mm. was that was so bad that it was offensive. So I feel like it's mostly just me getting into my own head. Are we, um, are we talking offensive regret or are we talking just like I regret well, doing that, this because I can't do it very well? <laughs> like well, that, that was it, that's it. Like once I start if I start trying to do a Russian accent, then I really need to commit and get like develop mm -hmm. it. Uh, and that's just part of the character, too. There's there's somebody that I role play with who when we first started role playing together, she had a very specific accent. And I met her in game again like a year later, and it's almost a totally different accent now. So she didn't maintain the accent, but the character is still hers. And I think it's a, that's totally fine because we're not performing for the masses. We're not we're, no, we're not going to be getting awards for our performances. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are the two. Like I really struggled with the, the Russian one. And I'm also working on a couple of new characters right now. And one of them sounds really similar to another character of mine. And I'm like really in my head about it. And all my friends are like, it's fine. It's just, you know, you just, it's a new character. Just have fun with it. So um, I haven't really regretted one yet because the ones that I've selected are ones I could maintain. But when I was done, when I was DM or story master for my Dungeons and Dragons game, I had a lot of NPCs that I jumped in and out of. And I only decided to give two of them different voices because it was just too much to manage. I wouldn't have been able to remember it. I even struggle sometimes when I'm reading Iris's books at, at night. If I try to do different voices, I'll just lower my register or, you know, lift my register up. Um, and the last thing I'll say is that I was just given advice from someone uh, two nights ago, actually, that instead of changing the accent is maybe change the cadence that you talk. So think more about uh, over pronouncing a word or a phrase that this character likes to use a whole bunch. And that way the voice doesn't matter as much as the affectation. And that really helped me because I think like one of them, I might give like a little nose sniffle to or something. So I'm, I might try to talk more like up at my nose like this, you know, and try to like give it a little bit more like that. And that's not too hard for me to maintain. So yeah. Uh, that's kind of shifting it around, but I could always give an emphasis on the weirdest syllable, you know, and, and that is a whole different character. Or you could be one of those kind of people who speak really quickly, but then they pause every once in a while because they just, <laughs> this is how they talk, you know, like you can, you can have, you know, fun little uh, things that you do. Uh, all right. Uh, I will do this one. Uh, probably been answered before, but I'm new to morning DNA. What does the needle point behind Aaron say? I can't read it in any video. I see it in. Um, I think I can reach that. Hold on. It says, I like my puns intended. Mm -hmm. That is what it says. I like my puns intended. Uh, my sister made that for me. So. It was a, it's a beautiful gift, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Polly asks, uh, Aaron, BeatStar update ramp, please. Like how boxes take way too long to open now, especially deluxe boxes. Uh, yes. So the deluxe thing on BeatStar, for those who know, you know, um, is it's a real, it's the best thing and the worst thing. The deluxe gameplay is really fun. I love playing with like, diagonal arrows and slides and like all these different new fun kind of game style plays 
but what they've done to make it uh, so hard to get new deluxe songs is honestly unethical. Like it's unethical game design. What they what they've done with the deluxe Shots stuff. Fired. So, so um, in in what really sold it for me was how in deluxe songs it's all of the sudden five gems to do a re replay instead of three. Like everything about the deluxe songs or whatever is is ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I'm. I don't play the deluxe as much because of how uh, annoying it is the way they've designed it um, to to really harm players. It's just it's just a harm overall harm for players um, to do it. So so yeah, not a big fan, um, but also love playing those songs when I do. So mm -mm. there you go. Beatstar update. Mm -mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And finally, our last you question comes from Shaggy, who says, "You, what's your opinion on kids' sports raffles? I feel so cringy." Asking friends and family. Ooh, Today, I, I'm I'm ooh. interested to hear your thoughts on this because you will just be getting into this with school stuff uh, probably here in Is the next. Is it like where you know you have to uh, kind of like fundraise essentially? It basically, it is schools weaponizing our children against us um, <laughs> to raise money for things that they think is important. That's basically uh, what happens. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm of two minds. Not everybody feels comfortable asking people for money. Um, in fact, most people don't. I think that most people, even if they had their own financial need, would cringe and have a hard time asking friends and family for money for their own lives, even if it's really, really needed and they really need to have help. So unless you really understand the purpose behind the the ask, it's hard to fundraise. So I understand why my school wants to fundraise. Like I understand the purpose of it. So it's easier for me to kind of go, this is a personal goal. So for example, if, if the kids can't, if, if it's like, we're going to go on a trip and we need to have this much money and this is really important for them. And if everybody gets this much money together, then we can all do it. And that kind of a excitement, you know, um, but you're still having to turn to people and say, okay, so how do I, <laughs> How do I then ask all of my friends who are struggling potentially financially in their own lives to pitch in 20 or 30 bucks so that my kid can do X, Y, Z at their school? And it is very, very difficult. So for me, I've often just thought about like, I'll just pay whatever raffle myself. Like if she needs 200 bucks, like, let me just figure out how to make 200 bucks myself. And then just that way I'm not inconveniencing anybody else. So that's my first thought. My second thought, though, is that when I have had family reach out to me for their children who are trying to accomplish goals, it felt good to try to help my cousin's child get to go on a trip. So I didn't mind logging on and, you know, giving $30 that I had. Um, so there might be people in your life who would be comfortable with it. So a good question to ask someone is, hey, I'm doing a fundraiser. I'm going to send some information to you if you're okay with that. But if not, no worries. And then you can kind of keep it casual. But I think also people just use like Facebook and social media to just pay, make a post. And if people want to jump on, they can. I just don't have social media. So I'm going to be relegated to making personal phone calls to my friends that I haven't talked to in a while. So that's also weird, right? Like, Hey, it's been a couple years. How'd you make it through a pandemic? Oh, my child who is now aged an additional amount of years that you haven't seen them or have any relationship with them wants to go somewhere. Can you give me $20? Like, it's just going to be weird. 
So yeah. my my instinct is just to be like, hey guys, like, sorry school, you didn't budget for it. We didn't hit our goal. Let's figure this out next year. And or here's my two hundred dollars. And let me go figure out how I'm gonna give some blood so that I can make up some money. It's hard. Yeah, um, it's really really cringy. I don't think you're wrong about it. It's difficult. Yeah, it's just, it, it's it really is a usage of children that that is cringy. Like it's the idea that. We turn little kids into salespeople because, you know, we know that they are uh, people won't, won't want to say no to them or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, How do you say no to a little kid at your door? Can you get me what you like to buy? Can you <laughs> like, oh, God. And, and also it puts this weird pressure on our kids to be salespeople when they should just be learning stuff. And I'm not saying there's not life lessons to learn in the idea of asking for help but they're not asking for help. They're selling terrible candy bars. You know what I mean? Like it's- Okay, it's, those those ones that have the caramel on the inside are good not, and I will no, fight you on that. They're so great. yummy. Mm. There's there's so many different versions of that at the grocery store that are better than those. Like it's, it's you, caramel inside chocolate is amazing, but, but there's, there's nothing special about- there's something about being infused with the hopes and dreams of children, Aaron. <laughs> yes, well, that's the that's the issue, right? So for me, I I, I would tell my children, lead with the actual ask the actual ask is we're doing a band trip you know we're you know would you would you want to support you know me going on this trip that i think will be good for me or whatever and then and then the like the thank you gift for doing that is here's a here's a catalog to pick some thank you gifts for you know helping me go on this trip like because to me that's a more honest thing like it's a more like I'm not Venmo selling you can candle candy bars. I'm uh, offering you the opportunity to help, which is, I think, something we can do for each other. Like you said, it feels good to help. Um, so, you know, to offer somebody that opportunity is not bad. We offer people who watch this show the opportunity to help, right? We say, hey, yeah. if you like what goes on here and you want to help us keep doing this. We have a Patreon. To, go to Patreon. Patreon.com um, slash but you whatever don't it is. To. Shoe the dough, Aaron and Danae, morning we don't know anymore. Why? Because that's how little we try to fundraise for ourselves. <laughs> but it's the same kind of thing. Yes, there are, you know, perks, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But the idea is if you're doing that, it's because you appreciate our stuff. You love what goes on here and you want to help us out. It's actually Studio DNA, uh, patreon.com slash studio to do it. But but so so to have the kids lead with the yeah, actual here's why. Ask, here's the why. Get to the get to the point yeah. of why, and maybe start off with a, just a general text. And if someone says I can't, then there, it's not that personal in face invasion. Right. It's not a phone call. They have a chance to very effortlessly say I'm sorry, I can't, and you can avoid the awkwardness and just say, Don't worry, I'll send you a lollipop anyway. <laughs> and how much how much how much more rewarding is it for your children to know that people want to help them out rather than I sold them a candy bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, feel like I feel like what should happen just in general is that there's people that should be managing the massive project of a school, which I can't even imagine how difficult that is. And the people that do that, you know, work really, really hard. It just kind of shows they need to have somebody on the team that knows how to get corporate sponsors. You know, they need yeah. to go to the businesses around town, the restaurants, the play places, the kid zones and just say, hey, if you can purchase a sponsorship, it'll help the kids get to go someplace because a lot of businesses need to offset some of their funds for donations for tax purposes. Where and, and we can do it as individuals too, and we get right off on our taxes too. But most people don't think like that, you know. So there's just a different way to do it. But and if, I guess and, 
And I, and there. if if your reason, if the school or church or whoever is starting this reason is not and not worth it, that also makes it obvious, right? Like if it's just for quote unquote banned, and that's all you know. Well, how do you sell? Is it like if you lead with the ask, how do you sell that? I want. Can you give money for banned? <laughs> like, what does that mean? So yeah. don't, don't. I don't care. Don't sell any candy candy bars. That's that's dumb. Let them figure out their own budget for band. I pay taxes to help them figure out their budget for band. You know what I mean? If it's a trip or something that may have a direct impact, uh, you know, on you or something you care about, that makes sense to me. But it doesn't make sense to me for again schools and organizations to um, to weaponize our children um, against us. So yeah. And that's our show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you glad you listen? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so we will see you guys hopefully next week. As you know, our lives are wild and crazy, and we do our very best to see you guys every Monday at the very, very least. Uh, but thank you for hanging out with us and being here with us. Thank you to Slendamund for resubscribing um, on my Twitch channel. I appreciate it. Thank you, Slab, for resubscribing on my own Twitch channel. I really appreciate that stuff. It's uh, not something I get to be on all the time. As I have revealed today, got a lot of stuff going on in my life that I have to manage and I don't always get to get here for personal reasons, health reasons, and also just, you know, stuff happens. But I really appreciate you guys understanding that and uh, supporting and appreciating the content that Aaron and I do put out as often as we can. We love doing this show. We love doing uh, this with you guys. And um, I'm going to go ahead and pick a raid for us. We're going to go to Wormwood Gaming today. Hmm. Um, this is a community that creates interesting like gaming uh, technologies like uh, dice trays, I think is kind of where it started off or screens or just little uh, interesting interlocking pieces to make all kinds of games. You can find out more about them, but I'm going to send them over there because they actually stream their workshop. So they're sanding and they're applying things and they've got all these different cameras you can kind of watch. They do laser prints on wood. Uh, so Wormwood Gaming is where we're going to go today. Um, and for those of you that are listening at home, if you want to join us live, you can join us live every Monday and Sunday, 9 a.m. Central on any of the locations previously mentioned, which include YouTube, Twitch, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. You can join us live at any of those. Just search for Aaron and Danae. You can find Aaron and Danae on Twitter. And you can also find Aaron at Aaron Dicer and me at Danae Says on Twitter. There you go, guys. Hey, thanks. We love you guys. Uh, always fun to hang out with you. I hope we get several weeks in a row here. It looks like uh, that could be the case. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll catch you on the next Monday or Sunday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.